Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. We are on episode 271, and today's topic is Power Book for Force. Episode 206, titled Here There Be Monsters. The description reads, Tommy and Diamond expand their coalition by bringing Vic and Gennard into CBI. Merkovic warns Tommy against encroaching on Serb territory and makes good on his threat with the catastrophic results. So y'all already know how we do. We about to get into it. We about to break it down. We about to dissect it scene by scene like we do over here on this platform. As always, if you need to get in touch with me for any special recap requests, with that being a TV show, movie, docuseries, music album, or if you need to hit me up for any of anything you're working on so I can shout out your businesses, your brands, your music, reach out to me. It could be inbox, DM, or email me. All of the links are in the description box. Facebook is Alicia Shanice. Instagram, Alicia Shanice Reviews. Email Alicia Shanice Reviews 13 at gmail.com. All of the recap requests, all of the shouting out, showing support to you is free of charge. I love whom loves me and love to spread love back. If you listen to the podcast on Spotify, can you hit the follow button? That will help your girl out in tremendous ways. And while you're on Spotify, make sure you check out my music playlist because I have every genre. All you got to do is type in Shanice Loves, click on the picture profile. It take you to all of my music playlists and it's a vibe because your girl got some long range music ears. So on that note. Let's get into the show and let's go ahead and talk force because y'all know what? It was Shanti for me. It was Shanti for me. So let's talk about it. Let's talk force. All I need is one mic. Hey y'all, it's your girl Shanice and I'm just coming in and check in with y'all to remind y'all to protect y'all energy as I always say. Life is at, you know, we have very different stresses at all time high. Why not go ahead and take you guys a nice vacation at a reasonable price with a trusted travel agent, you know? And that could be a solo trip, a trip with your boo thing, a family trip, a girl's trip, a guy's trip, whatever. Just let me let y'all know this right now. Visit tbookedit, T-B-B-O-O-K-E-D-I-T. Follow them on Instagram, on Instagram, or you can send them an email at tbbookedit at gmail.com. The world is a beautiful place. Let them go ahead and help you discover it. Go ahead and release those stress vibes and go ahead and enjoy your vacation. At TB Booked It, they got all the reasonable deals. And just let them know, your girl Shanice, she sent you there.
This was one of the best episodes of this spinoff. Not only this season, I, I thought this was a very strong episode. I appreciated each performance. It opens with a psycho. Who needs to be out the way? It opens with Miss Claudia, who you guys know I am tired of. Not the actress, just the character. When I talk about these people, I am only talking about the characters. Shout out to the whole cast and crew. They are doing amazing. So we got Claudia. She's fake crying over old man Flynn's body. After the authorities exit the room, her Oscar award performance goes on halt. So she can tell... A dead man, he brought it on himself. So then we go into the next scene. And we see the task force there with future crooked Mayor Stacy doing too damn much. I see why they ain't want her to be on the task force in the first place. Remember, originally, she kept begging her husband. She kept going to the higher-ups, trying to get the task force created. She was only able to get it when the little girl, Letitia, got killed. And that's when she got it. But now we see why they didn't want this bitch in the task force in the first place. She do way too much. And by the time she becomes a mayor, she's going to be crooked. So we got her. And she coming down on Vic about bringing information on Tommy. 
and any means necessary. And she wants all intel brought directly to her and only her. And when she said that, everybody, including her husband, looked at her like this bitch is unhinged and didn't need a task force. So <clears throat> we see Tommy and Diamond in the next scene. They celebrate old man's Flynn's demise and plan to expand on his territory, knowing that Vic is the crown, and he's a weak link. So they know getting his territory will be like a piece of cake. Now in the next scene, we see Jannard take his high ass to see Shanti. And she knew as soon as he walked in, he was high. But, you know, Shanti is real, you know, she, she real street savvy. She's a boss. I like Shanti. I really enjoyed her performance in this episode. And Shanti, she, you know, she just played it off like, you know, you've been missing the action. Where you been? She had to hit him with that baby boy line. You know, so I thought she, I thought I was watching um baby boy from um, you know, event, the way how she checked him sounded like this. Selfish. Anyway, well, since you're coming up in here starting shit, where you been since yesterday, knuckle? Slanging dresses, making money. Got the brakes fixed on the car. That's what I've been doing. What you been doing? You been fucking around? Nope. Let me smell your dick. Well, you better go and be bullshit. Nah, if you ain't been going around, you been all busy, busy, busy. Let me smell your dick. I can tell. Oh, I ain't playing with you. No. <laughs> Shanti hit him with, let me smell that thing. <laughs> but she was just playing. She was playing it off. You know, she could tell he was high. She was like, you know what? I got to go train Kenny. Why don't you go ahead and take a shower? Do whatever you got to do. Get your, She basically letting him know, like, get your shit together, nigga. But um, after she left, this fool steals her neck. Just grimy. How you gonna steal your girl boxing necklace? You know, and she been looking out for him. Jannard is just Jannard, but we gonna talk about Jannard later on in this episode. So in the next scene, uh, we see Tommy and Maria. They go um, lease shopping for a new car for her. And they talk about sex, but they talk about sex in a code as they're, you know, making it seem like they're talking about test driving a car, but he's basically talking about, you know, test driving on him. So, you know, this they're in a new little relationship. It's still exciting. It's still the fun part of their new flame. So, um, you know, it's just fun. It's exciting. It's flirtatious. You know, it's, you know, when that spark is still there. So they're just flirt, flirting, having a good time enjoying the moment until she gets a text message about um the surgeon so of course you know she runs out of there because this is a surgeon who was i mean you know he might have been a douchebag he might have been an asshole overly arrogant like most surgeons are but him getting tortured like this it was for no damn reason so she runs off and after that, she goes to see Kendall and he tells her, you know, what happened. He how, you know, with some Mexican guys, but they weren't trying to rob him. You know, he goes to detail of what kind of watch he had on it. And Maria, she already knew. Miguel ass did it. She knew. So <clears throat> in the next scene, Vic goes um, crawling to Tommy with the same proposition Tommy offered him before. But, um, you know, yesterday's price ain't today's price. So he hit him with that um, Fat Joe famous line from the versus battle. Um, 
today's price is not today's price. That's basically what he lets Vic know. And Vic was like, you know what? I get that, but, you know, why try to start a war when I'm letting the door open? I just want to work with you. But we know what Vic doing. Vic getting information. And Vic don't really necessarily have nothing against Tommy. We've seen that later on. But, you know, he's out to save himself and avenge Gloria's death by any means necessary, even though Tommy had nothing to do with it. So they talk about that. He ends up telling him that he killed old man Flynn, which Tommy can relate to that because he killed Tereshi. Um, they also talk about Gloria. You know, Tommy had feelings for Gloria. He more looked at her like a really good friend because, you know, they they ended their relationship, but they were, he still cared about her. That's why he was urging Vic to get her out of town. And um, Vic loved her. He was in love with her. He's still in love with her. So, you know, they have that mutual respect. And then they mentioned Claudia. And um, Tommy is like, you know what? Uh, He's going to make her su- make her suffer. It's upcoming torture for uh, Claudia. He's going to cancel Christmas on her. So after that, Claudia meets um, with old man Flynn's lawyer. And we see Di left her nada. All his money... The mansion, the cars, the business went to crown Vic. And I gave no fucks for Claudia's boo-boo tears. So in the next scene, we see Tommy goes to see a depressed JP. He is very sad. He's sitting there drinking, listening to sad music because, you know, he sent D-Mac away. And he's like, you know, he made a promise to himself that, you know, when he had to get out of his life when he was a baby, once he finally got him back, he would never walk away from him, always be that stand-up father for him. And he just felt like he just pushed him away. And he's really upset. And he's even upset about Kate missing, which I'm hoping Kate is okay. But I, y'all, I don't. Listen, I, I don't want to say bye to Miss Kate. Miss Kate is definitely a fan favorite just because she's, you know, comic relief. She's so funny. And we see that she she was trying and now she's went missing. We know it's still bad drugs on the street. So I'm hoping that we can still see Kate, but I got a feeling it's going to be where we don't, where we lose Kate. But he's very upset about that. Tommy doesn't care. He's used to Kate disappearing so he's not really thinking about it like that and he just lets him know like look jp you wanted to be in this family well this is what it is and we did the best thing we could do for d-mac i mean of course tommy did see firsthand of letting a kid get away with non-stop without any repercussions look what happened to Tariq. but like i said with d-mac it was definitely a different scenario so i'm not upset that he sent them away especially so he didn't go to jail for killing the cop and just so he's not D-Mac, after we've seen what happened with the projects, he needs to be nowhere near Chicago at this time. So um, we see in the next scene, Claudia goes crying to Vic about needing the money more than he does. <laughs> like, what kind of shit is this? She's like, I need that money more than you, Vic. I'm like, okay, Claudia. But he gives her a nice, you know, basically, fuck you. Like, this is reparations for trying to kill him. And from here on out, he's done with her. He's he's in business with CBI. And he's pulling her security. So I was like, well, damn, Vic. <laughs> Vic won't plan. So <clears throat> in the next scene, um, I liked it, this scene. Diamond finds a high-ass Jannard and... When Diamond seen Jannard just on that couch with peace all over him, looking crazy, 
he he went loco on him. And I loved it because they've been at odds, but you more seen I am my brother's keeper in this scene. The way how he got on his ass, yelled at him like, no, no. Like, you fucking with that shit? Hell no. You know, and I really appreciated that scene because when it's all said and done, they are brothers. And he like, this is not a good look for the business. This is not a good look for me trying to get you back in on good graces with Tommy. And, you know, you're my brother. You you, you just, you got to pull it together. So it was like big bro to the rescue. Now, in the next scene, we see Claudia. She goes, child, she went from one person to the next person in this episode. So she goes crying to Murkovich, and he ends up coming to her wicked rescue because her security is gone. So he ends up putting, you know, more men on her. So I'm like, dang, she... <laughs> She went from one person to the next person and everything was, you know, old man Flynn didn't leave you nothing, Vic, like I am done with you. But Murkovich, you know, he ended up giving out his hand. So then we see Maria. <clears throat> Maria was pissed. She went to go see a half-dead Miguel who confirms that he ended the surgeon's career and he did what he had to do. He basically tells her he is in pain in the hell with her, the surgeon's career. Her main concern should be his health. And, you know, <laughs> Miguel didn't care. He was saying anything to get under, you know, like he was in pain. He like, listen, your career is my health. So, of course, Maria gets upset and she throws the insulin down and goes to storm out the room. But then we got OG Grandmama coming in there and she grabbed her up. I thought Grandma was about to slap Maria because she like, you don't get your ass in there and help your brother. But Maria stood firm and was like, no, you created this monster and he belongs to you. You help him. So she stormed out. So we're going to see um, how their relationship goes from here. But I'm sure we'll be fine because they are siblings. They are family. So in the next scene, Diamond continues um, to train Leon with his boxing skills. And I'm really liking his little mentorship he's doing with Leon. Um, I really appreciated Leon's speech that he did in the first few episodes. You could tell he really can be somebody when he's older. He just needs a little structure on how to, you know, man up a little bit and not get picked around. But Leon is a good kid and Diamond has taken a liking into him. So when they're at the boxing ring, he steps aside to holler at Shanti and um, he, you know, lets her know about Jannard's habit. And she's like, yeah, I'm aware. I can tell. And, you know, they talk about, you know, getting him back in CBI. And she like, if you can get Jannard back in CBI, you get my territory as long as Garfield's part. So, you know, with the expansion that Diamond and Tommy are talking about, this will go perfect. And this brings more people together, more unity, and they have more numbers for war at that. So <clears throat> Diamond takes Leon home after um, the boxing lesson and you know, he's in there talking. He's talking to Gianni, Leon's mom. They're kind of flirting a little bit. And in walks Jamal. Jamal is Leon's dad. He come in talking shit. And even the way how he walked in there, you could just tell he was the type who probably beats on Gianni and 
uh, Leon. He just seemed like that type of dad. Now, I didn't even get, I, you know, didn't even get, of course, he, any man would get mad if they walk in the house to see some dude flirting with a woman. That was understandable. But just like his whole demeanor, you could just tell he was like just a punk ass. And you could just tell he was just a trash dad. You know, he didn't even know his son was in boxing lessons. You know, he didn't even, he just didn't know. So of course he goes barking. He barks at Diamond and Diamond just kind of, kind of looks at him like, yeah, all right. You know, talk, you, you got this, bro. This is your house. So Diamond calmly walks out the house. And, you know, if he wasn't such a sorry as dad, he would know that his son was getting bullied and he would be the one teaching him how to box. The way how Gianna stormed up in the barbershop to make sure Diamond was for real, you would have thought he didn't have a dad at home. So, uh, excuse me, sir. <laughs> like, you could just tell the dude Jamal was trash and we seen more of that in the middle of the episode. So Diamond, he just peeps out the scene and exits the house smoothly. Now, in the next scene, we see Claudia, and it seems like um, the chick she's with, it might have been like her first girlfriend at boarding school. They basically talk about the past, and um, they just head to the strip club. So Diamond and Tommy, they discuss more on the expansion with CBI, and in the next scene, um, as they're talking about the expansion, they're talking about Vic coming on board, Jannard, and, you know, how to move forward. And Diamond tells him with um, the territories that will come back if Jannard comes. Like, if Jannard come, they get Shanti's crew. They get, you know, what's left of treason. They get more of a unity. They get more of that official CBI back. So it's a good look if they bring him back in. But, of course, Tommy, like, if you bring him in, I got to talk to him. You know, this nigga that tried to kill me about five times. <laughs> so Tommy agrees. And we see in the next scene, we get to the strip club and Claudia sees basically her new hustle. When she sees the girls in action and how they in there um, selling all those pills and moving their own product, um, she uh, she's like, okay, this is where it's at. And she was already kind of working with the girls um, in season one when they had the Dahlia. They was taking it in the clubs, having the girls do things. So this is probably right up her alley. And I can't stand Claudia, but that's just the character. But the actress, the way how her ponytail was up in the strip club, that was fire. I really liked how her hair was. So we get into the next scene. And y'all. I loved the next scene. When Shanti went to go see Jannard to get his ass in line, I fucked with that scene. I liked it that I liked it that scene because it's one thing to, you know, check your man. Sometimes your man do need to be checked, but I always say let him this is me. I like I like to let a man be a man. I don't like to take their manhood away, but sometimes you do have that's your like Y'all together, you do have to check him. And she did it right because she did it in private. And, you know, of course she did, you know, get a little to slapping and cussing and everything because he did steal her chain. But she was basically letting him know, like, no, nigga, like, you're not just some bum. You are a king. You're going to start acting like a king. Get your shit together. And sometimes people do need to hear stuff like that. Some people don't. Some people just need to, you need to be calm and give them encouraging words. But some and people, like, in that condition, when they got a habit, 
that is how you have to talk to them to remind them who they are because they are so far gone. They need that. They need for you to just come correct. You know, and I, I appreciated how she did how she did that. You know, so I felt that I felt that, and I kind of I, I kind of like them as a couple. You know, no, Jannard is not my favorite character, but Jannard has grew on me, and we need characters like him who get on our nerves, who are antagonist characters. But I'm liking him and Shanti together. I've said it from episode one. She gives me like jukebox vibes, so. Um, I'm, I'm feeling them as a couple. It seemed like they're going to bring some trouble, but we need that in shows like this because if they was just going to fall in line and do everything Tommy and Diamond say, that would be boring. So we get into the next episode. I mean, the next scene. And um, we see that Maria, she was basically ignoring all Tommy text messages. And remember, she ran out of the car dealership. So he like, what the hell I do? So after that... We see Diamond. <laughs> Diamond wasn't playing, and I really liked it. This this is the first time I said, "Okay, Diamond," because I ain't gonna lie. When it, when Force first started on uh, the first few episodes, I'm like, "Okay, Diamond is real chill," and I love a real chill guy. And he was just real chill, and I liked it. But for him to be the man, I'm like, "Okay, I want to see just a little bit more." Sometimes he was kind of, uh, shall I say, soft? <laughs> Not soft, but just just bland. But this, this diamond that I seen in this episode, I'm like, okay, diamond, I, I see you. I see you. And I seen a little bit of that, that ghost, you know, how ghosts would just observe. So diamond just continued to observe and keep his eyes on Leon and his dad. And, you know, Jamal, he is just a trash ass human being, period. Not just a bad dad, but just a trash-ass human being for the way how he was talking to Leon, chastising him. I mean, he just just trash. So Diamond continues to watch, and he was getting infuriated watching how he was bullying his son. He was ready to get out of that truck, but he just waited. So it got into the next scene right after that, and Claudia then decides, <laughs> no, after that, we see the feds they end up putting pressure on Vic following him around making him look even more suspicious because he's already asking Tommy all these questions and they're just everywhere he goes he's they're just right there you know so they're gonna end up blowing up their own damn case <sighs> now after that Claudia then decides to go big in Jannard with the proposition when just yesterday she declined his offer so he returns the same energy and we see Shanti just sitting there looking like she's plotting on something. Now, in the next scene, Tommy goes to see Mirko. And this was the classic Tommy right here when he goes to meet with somebody for some type of deal and he just talking shit, calling them names because he called a miracle <laughs> and eating eating the dinner. You know, this is a Tommy OG scene that they would have that he would have did in the original power. So I really liked it. it but Merkovich, Merkovich wasn't trying to hear it. He called Tommy a pirate and Merkovich was pissed. He was pissed. So we go into the next scene. And Diamond rolls up on Jerome while he's cheating. He's sniffing cocaina in public. My, <laughs> I mean, it's just like this nigga had it on a picnic table, just doing the line outside. I'm like, what the hell? But 
when Diamond choked the hell out of that fool, man, I had to rewind that and watch that three times. Diamond choked the hell out of this dude. <laughs> and I really enjoyed that scene. So we see in the next scene, Claudia talks to her old flame. And her old flame had the, uh, and I called her, her old flame because I didn't catch her name. But um, we basically see them about to enter a relationship. And homegirl had to kind of let her know, like, listen, it wasn't even old man Flynn that was doing, doing you wrong or who was the problem. These Irish men were never going to let a woman be in control. You know what I'm saying? So Claudia act like she kind of understood it better when she told her. And then she almost cries over something else. And, um basically was tears that I cared nothing about and then I guess they agreed to take their time so we go into the next scene and we get the expansion reunion meeting with Tommy Diamond and Jannard they end up shaking hands uh Jannard apologized and you know Tommy agrees shakes his head kind of resistantly you know a little reluctant but basically welcome back Jack now, Jannard, he seemed like he was on some real, you know, my bad. You know, I didn't really know who you was. And woo, 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 and it's all good. I see how you move now. So, he, you know what I'm saying? Jannard was cool with it. But <laughs> so, after that, Tommy barges into the hospital, seeing why Maria was ignoring his cause. And she tells him about um what Miguel did to the surgeon. And Tommy, like, you know, that's I understand that. What the fuck that got to do with me? Why are you ignoring my cause? So she tells him, like, you know, she's scared if Miguel finds out about them, it's no telling what he will do. And Tommy, you know, we know, we know Tommy ain't worried. So he got to kind of, you know, Maria don't know nothing about Tommy, don't know nothing about New York, but he lets her know, like, I'm not worried about Miguel. So he ends up getting a phone call, having to run off. And in the next scene, man, this scene was so called. And I liked it. I appreciated it because it was action-packed and it was just that that OG power vibes. You know, like um, the next scene, we see the Serbs then level the fuck up. Remember in season one, we like, man, the Serbs is kind of trash. Even when we go back to the original Serbs and the original power, they all went down so fast. But Markovic, he done leveled up. And he went to the projects and fucking started a war. I mean, his team was prepared and they was ready for war. They lit the projects up, leaving most people dead or either severely wounded. So um, multiple victims go to the hospital. Uh, and then we seen in the shootout, Big Smurf, he was using human shields. He up there grabbing motherfuckers, using them as a, as a damn bulletproof vest for himself. But he ended up getting shot. And that was a really good scene. But the chaos leads to the hospital. And um, that's when Maria seen Big Smurf, you know, of course, she gets really worried about Tommy. Now, after that, it cuts right back to the projects, and we basically see the aftermath of what the Serbs have done, and everybody's standing around. Maria's texting Tommy, but it looks like he's so shocked just to, because the Serbs came hard. The Serbs came hard. All that stuff that everybody was saying about them weak, including myself, because the Serbs was weak. If we go back to how Milan went down fast, how Jason went down, and then season one, they was just getting took it out left to right. It didn't seem like the Serbs was about nothing. 
you know, even on how we thought the Irishman was about to come in there when they brought the four horsemen and then the apocalypse and the, ter the Terminator and everybody else, the Serbs came blasting. These, they was ready for war. So I can't wait to see Tommy and Diamond get back on them and they better come prepared. But the aftermath, it was just very devastating and sad, but very, very, very good scene. A very good scene. Now, um, it goes to the task force, and we see an overzealous Stacy. She's threatening an overprivileged Vic, causing him to go cry the glorious spirit again. I'm like, <laughs> bruh. <laughs> I mean, I, I know Vic is heartbroken and all, but bruh. <laughs> Listen, Vic. Listen. Next scene. So next scene, we see Maria. She shows up at Tommy's. She is in a panic. And you know, when you kind of stressed out in a panic, you know, when all that passion, it will lead to a very intimate moment. And that's what we got. They finally took it to the next level. And Tommy was looking like he was in love every stroke. So in the next scene, we see Jannard. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. This is one of my favorite goddamn scenes in this episode. When Jannard walked in that house. <laughs> now mind y'all, this is Jannard. As soon as Jannard seen Tommy, he hated him. Jannard couldn't stand Tommy. He was against Tommy. He didn't want to hear about Tommy. The name Tommy, he was allergic to. So this is Jannard, and Jannard then finally came to peace. Like, you know what? I'm back in CBI. I got my brother back. I finally got me a bitch I can rock with. Jannard was cool. <laughs> so he walk in. He all calm. He all happy. Like, what up, babe? You know, I'm back in CBI. <laughs> and boom. Shanti wasn't Shanti no more. Shanti was jukebox. <laughs> you know, Shanti was fucking jukebox. And she, the way she did that speech, hell, I'm like, okay, Shanti. And <laughs> Shanti like, fuck that. I'm tired of white people stealing our shit. This our city. And Janai like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> His goofy ass like, you're right. I finally got the right type of bitch. <laughs> and I'm just like... Now, to be fair, to be fair, and I have been saying it, we kind of as an audience got to take, um, this is Tommy's show. So Tommy will be the lead, but you know, they're put, they're censoring it in Chicago. So it, can't nobody just walk and just take their city over like that. And then Diamond created CBI. Jannard has been running it for all these years. It do look awkward for them to just be answer for him to be answering the time. It does. So you you understand why his crew and his girl don't want to answer the Tommy. You know what I'm saying? It's it's CBI. They created it. So I mean, she has a point. But it was the fact of how Jannard was so calm and this bitch went loco. So they about to put their heads together and it's about to be chaos. And 
you know, this is what we need in shows like this. We need good antagonist characters. If they didn't bring drama, if they didn't do stuff, it would be boring. But I think it would be very exciting. And I, I don't think that they'll end in season two. I think that we'll see them in season three. But her performance and them as a couple in this show, I think I, I'm a dig it. I'm, I'm kind of turning into a Jannard fan in a way, and I couldn't stand his goofy ass in season one. But I like Shanti. Shanti is a boss. You know, of course, she probably don't make all the right decisions. And in the um the the promo for next week, I'm, I'm seeing something I'm not going to like. But we'll talk about that when I play the trailer. But I just enjoyed that scene. I just enjoyed her going from zero to 100. And, you know, it was like she invoked Jannard's spirit, you know. So we get into the last scene and Tommy and Maria has made love. She's laying there. She's sleeping peacefully and Tommy wakes up and we see the ghost of Holly, the ghost of pregnant Holly <laughs> warning Tommy that everything he touches, he destroys and he will hurt her. And Tommy just breaks down and he's so apologetic because for number one, I really love this cameo because Holly was not a fan favorite, but she played a major part in Tommy's character role and his change in all. Like she is what I like to call a good antagonist character. You hate to love her. I mean, Hardly anybody could stand Holly, but she did play a pivotal role in the first few seasons. And their relationship was explosive. And the way how he killed her, it was like a piece of his spirit was killed in that scene as well. And when he found out she was pregnant after that, um, she was like another version of Kate. He really did love Holly. He did. It was it was toxic. It was destructive. But, you know, when they would get high together, have that wild sex, and she would just go do something stupid, and his comebacks for her and how jealous he was, their relationship was explosive, and it was really good for the show. So I enjoyed seeing her cameo and just seeing how her death still affects him. And he's like, I've changed. I'm, I'm not the same person. I've changed. You know, even when he killed her, he didn't even realize he killed her. He snapped. He like, wow, Holly, wake up, wake up. I'm just playing, you know? And um, I just enjoyed that. So he tells her like, you know, he changed and, you know, her spirit leaves and he declares that he loves Maria. So that was very deep. And I enjoyed it. This was a very good, solid episode. I say it was one of the best episodes of the season. And I hope you guys enjoyed my recap. Please don't go anywhere. I'm about to play the trailer right now. And then I have a sleeper for you guys. We now have a high-level CI working directly with Tommy Egan. What's our next move? We stay in one step ahead at all times. Why are you here? You got pills to move. I got the bodies you need to move. Now's the time to send the Serbs a bigger message. That's the only way they ever gonna learn who really owns this city. It'll be your next if you fail me. We ain't in the failing business. Next week looks like it's gonna be explosive, but I'm like, why is Shanti working with Claudia? Now Shanti is one of my faves right now, but if if she gets to like working with Claudia becoming that dirty, I'm not gonna like her. <laughs> 
but we'll see. Uh, looks like um, the next, next episode seven is look. It doesn't look like it's gonna be too explosive exp- as far as action. And what it looks like is it's going to be getting prepared for that big explosive episode we always get around episode eight. So it looks like, um, you know, episode seven is going to be preparing for war and get back. And also with Tommy teaming up with Miguel. But Miguel probably will flip out when he find out that Maria is dealing with Tommy. So this was a really good episode. I really enjoyed it. I really, really did enjoy it. And I think that they're doing a magnificent job. Um, I do have a sleeper for you guys in my show. But in style, shout out to the pod, Father Joey. This is a new song I added to my playlist. Every time Don Tripp um, puts out a song, he never lets me down. Don Tripp is one of my favorite uh, artists of this time. And this is actually too lit and on trip. It's called Smoke. All 
right, y'all. That was Dime Trip and Too Lit Smoke. <clears throat> um, I want to tell you guys, you know, first I want to thank you for your support. Um, I do love you guys. Um, please don't forget if you ever have any recap requests, please hit me up. It could be Facebook, inbox, DM, or email. Um, it could be, um, even if you don't have any recap requests, you guys can just hit me up and say, what's up? That's cool too. So I just want to always say thank you for your support. We have much more to come, much, much more to come. We're still working on the 90 segments. I hope you guys are enjoying them. And if I haven't picked the show yet of yours, let me know what you were into into the 90s. I'll grab it and recap it, talk about it. Um, uh, pretty soon, we're going to have the audio book on here where we release that every Friday while I'll be reading my book because I'm closer and closer to that process. And I cannot wait to share that with you guys. Uh, please, I'm really going to need you guys' feedback on that as well. I'll be reading volume one. But I just want to tell you to have a beautiful week. I'm sending positive vibes, high bright, high vibrations, and, you know, just telling you to protect your energy. Stay away from anybody who is an enemy to your energy. Please um, just trust God's process and believe in yourself. Be so confident in God's plan that you don't even get upset anymore when things don't go your way. It's called trusting the process, believing in yourself, knowing the sky is the limit and going after what you want, going after what you want, believing in it, achieving in it. It's going to take time. It's going to be times where you fall down. Believe me. <laughs> I have my days. I'm behind schedule, but I'm just right now. I'm just trusting the process and I like to share things with you guys. So it's not always a piece of cake for me either. But just if you have a dream, if you have a goal, no, it's not too late. As long as you breathe in and God bless you with breath, you can go out there and do it. Just try to stay positive. Try to stay focused. Try to eat right. Exercise. Clear your mind. Meditate. Pray on everything and stay away from people who mean no good to you and everything will be all right. So thank you for your support. I hope you guys have a beautiful and safe week. I have another 90 segment coming up soon. I'm feeling much better. Thank you for the well wishes. Um, so that 90 segment will be dropping soon. And then we're going to meet for episode seven of Power next week, Lord's will. And, you know, do what we do over here on this platform. So on that note, it's your girl Shanice, and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl Shanice.